Jesus. Lord, as we stir up the gift that was within us. Hallelujah. As you put there, Lord. Hallelujah. Lord, you've touched all our spirits with your spirit. Hallelujah. And you abide within our hearts and in our beings. And we ask you, Lord, hallelujah, that you'll move and hallelujah, you'll flow through everyone. Hallelujah. Touch all our hearts and lives as we come together in your wonderful name. Hallelujah. To enter into your courts with praise and with thanksgiving and having a grateful heart unto you tonight. Hallelujah. Indeed, we're privileged, Lord. Hallelujah. To say that we belong to Jesus. Hallelujah. We thank you for this new and living way, Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to thy wonderful name. Hallelujah. And pray, Lord, you quicken every soul tonight in the wonderful name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. all these things what uh, we aren't supposed to do and what we're not what we're supposed to do we're not supposed to do but i thank god tonight that he's given me freedom in jesus amen and that it don't mean that i can do as what i like there's a standard we've got to keep but i just praise the lord tonight because he drew me to him and i didn't choose him like we've said he chose me and i thank god tonight because i've got a thankful heart and uh, He's still, he's still doing things for me. I mean, I'm not all I should be yet, but thank God I'm coming on and he's lifting me day by day. And I love each one of you tonight. Amen. Well, bless the Lord. Come on, man. We are going to sing. Bless the Lord. What am I going to say? I've been to the fountain. give them to how you feel inside what God's doing for you you know he's, he's so precious to me I realize I've been reading even this morning Psalm 92 and it says we're like the palm tree you know the palm tree it's uh, it gets its uh, strength from it the, right from the middle from its heart it says and, and that's where God starts with us isn't it yeah. right in the heart 
and God's done wonderful things for me. Oh, I do bless him tonight, you know. I feel really thrilled with him. I don't know really what I should do without him. You know, he's so precious. And, and as the weeks go by and the days go by, I feel, oh God, what would we do without you? He's so wonderful to us. And he's done such wonderful things for us. And even the other week when Bill was taken ill, I thought, oh, thank God we can call on Jesus. You know, a lot of people, they don't know who to turn to. They turn to physicians and, and they can't do anything. But we've a wonderful God. Hallelujah. Oh, bless him tonight. He's a wonderful Jesus. Oh, I do bless him tonight, you know. Oh, I can't hardly talk tonight. I feel so thrilled with him. He's everything to me, you know. It says it's, uh, I've been to the fountain. Oh, bless the Lord, we can come all the time. Not just now and again, but all the time. The fountain's flowing, it says, flowing within us, living waters. Hallelujah, glory to God, living waters. Unto Jesus, oh, bless his name tonight. Oh, God, bless you, Lord, hallelujah. Oh, caramarandiai, bless you, Lord. Oh, I do bless Jesus Oh, I feel so thrilled with you I've been to the fountain, there on Calvary's mountain. I've been to the fountain, and now my heart is free. Oh, glory to God. An opportunity I can't miss, I'm sorry. I, you know, I sat there tonight and I, I got a blessing on my soul just sitting there listening to the singing. Sometimes I don't know the words, but I can enjoy the singing. And uh, I thought, now I just feel like getting on that platform and telling them, now we're going to have the collection. <laughs> but we don't want your money. We want each of you to put something in. And just as I said that, so Albert started picking different people out. And, and you know, it's really blessed me. It's witnessed with me. And I thank God, and I think that for freedom in the meeting, you've got to everybody be free. It's not, it's not just one person putting everything in and everybody else digging in and helping themselves. We've got a collection out this afternoon, right here on the platform, and want everybody to put something in. That's what God wants. You know, if your eyes were opened and you saw the Lord here, I think you'd all make a beeline for this platform. We wouldn't be able to get close to the Lord because you'd make sure you were the first here. Now, even though you can't see him, he's here tonight because he's promised. God says, where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst. Not I might be, or you can imagine I am. I am. Now, Jesus is here tonight, and this is your opportunity to come and make contact. Amen. This is your collection tonight. It's not your money we want, it's you. Come and put something into this because I want a blessing tonight. It's got to last a long time. Amen. I've come here tonight for a good feed. It's got to last me a fortnight because I can't get to Banbury. So I've come tonight and I want each one, even if you've never come on a platform before, just imagine if the Lord was stood here, would you still sit in your seat? Even if you could only say, praise the Lord, or thank you, Jesus, you'd come here. Well, let's see you do it tonight. Make a sacrifice tonight, Amen. not from your pocket, but from your heart. Praise the Lord. Bless the Lord.
decided to come, you know, here of your own free will, but I want to say that God has brought you here tonight and for a purpose. Bless the Lord. And you know, as you enter in, bless the Lord, we don't want anyone to sit outside of what's taking place in here and the moving of the Spirit of God. However small it might seem to you, we just want you to forget about yourself and enter in to the spirit of meeting. Reach out and touch Jesus tonight for yourself. Bless the Lord, don't consider your neighbor what he is doing or she is doing, but bless the Lord, you get your eyes upon Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise his wonderful name. If there's anything that you do when you get back home, I want to tell you there's three big things that's very prevalent in your life. Bless the Lord, besides getting out of bed and having a wash or a bath, bless the Lord, it's drawing up to the table. Everyone likes to draw up to the table, bless the Lord, to satisfy not only their heart, but their hunger within. And I want to tell you tonight that God has prepared a table for you and I, bless the Lord. You know, young Beverly here, uh, that God gave her um, a vision of a table you come and tell them in your own way. Come on. Yeah. Uh, Twelve months ago now that and this this picture of this table with all these sandwiches on. <laughs> and you know, it was um, all these sandwiches around the outside of the edge of this table. You know, and all the, the good things, the, the jellies and the trifles, you know, the, the meats and the good stuff were all in the middle. You know, and, and that in that these sandwiches were labelled <laughs> and it said salvation sandwiches and you know and, and for six and seven years all I've been eating was salvation sandwiches you know and God was showing me that there's more than that we come and we haven't got out what we had yesterday but there's something new all the time and I do thank God that you know perhaps you know for six and seven years I was only eating salvation sandwiches but I thank the Lord this 12 months this past 12 months anyway that He's given me something different, you know, and I'm, I'm going in and expecting something different in every meeting I go to. I, I, I'm here, and I'm not looking at the edge of the table. I'm getting right into the middle, and I do find We're going on. In other words, we're going on. Salvation was only the beginning of our experience with God. Bless the Lord, and we're going on from glory unto glory. And this is what the Spirit of the Lord does. Bless the Lord. Come on, bless the Lord. Hallelujah. has just said the sandwiches on that table. You can just imagine the Lord, can't you, with his table and asking for us because he loves us and we also love him more and more because he's so wonderful to us. He's done such a lot for me and for Gwen and our lovely home. 
and we really do appreciate all his loving kindness, but we don't show it enough. So I want you all now, put up your hands and praise the Lord and bless him. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Praise his wonderful name. Oh Lord. It's so wonderful. Oh, praise his wonderful name. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. Bless the Lord. Well, give Sharon a clap. It's nice to see you, Claire. Praise the Lord. Amen. Well, it is lovely to see you. Bless you, darling. Yes, wonderful. Praise the Lord. This is Sharon, direct from Spain. Bless the Lord. Amen. Bless the Lord. I've had to come without Guillermo this time. Your sweetheart. Yes. Are you all all right? <laughs> Amen. Praise the Lord. That's it. I want to cry. <laughs> but you know, it's over a year, it must be two years since I was here. And an awful lot's happened since then. An awful lot. And there's something I read the other day in this that I want to share with you. I can't find it. Here it is called Footprints. It says, One night I dreamed I was walking along the beach with the Lord. Many scenes from my life flashed across the sky. In each scene I noticed footprints in the sand. Sometimes there were two sets of footprints, other times there was only one. This bothered me because I noted that during the low periods of my life, when I was suffering from anguish, sorrow or defeat, I could see only one set of footprints. So I said to the Lord, you promised me, Lord, that if I followed you, you would walk with me always. But I've noticed that during the most trying periods of my life, there's been only one set of footprints in the sand. Why, when I've needed you most, have you not been there for me? The Lord replied, the times when you've seen only one set of footprints for my child is when I carried you. And um, that just about sums up what's been happening to me during the last few years. There have been times when I've thought I've only seen one set of footprints in the sand. And I thought, nice, nice one, great. Where are we now then? And yet when I've really looked at the Lord and I've thought, well, what's going on? He's made me realize that I've been in his arms, that he's carried me in the most trying times of my life. And the worst of it is that when he's carrying us and we don't know it, that's the worst. And the Lord's been showing us in Ibiza that there's lots of problems a cross to bear, there's a life to lead, there's a conforming to the image of his dear son in our lives. And the only way to be absolutely in tune to what God's doing, and the only way to be conscious of those arms that uplift us, is to drink from one spirit. Amen. Yes. Is to drink from one spirit. Not to be waved about 
here, there, and being influenced by what this one says, and bothered about what the other one says, and if I do that, well, he's going to be annoyed, and if I do the other one, oh dear. Because I've lived it. We've lived it. But it's just being <coughs> drinking from one, just one spirit, knowing the spirit of love, of joy, of peace, of meekness, of all of this. And you know what the consequences are of drinking from one spirit? It says in Timothy, it says of power, of love, and of a sound mind. That the results of us drinking from that one spirit and feeling those arms underneath us and realizing that he's carrying us and the feeling, just being simply in his presence, not, not necessarily saying or explaining or making excuses for yourself and trying to put everything forward and, and make some kind of great thing before the Lord, no? Without even forgiving yourself. You want the Lord to forgive you, but sometimes you don't even forgive yourself. But without that, to drink in and the fruits of that are power, power. Authority, Amen. authority, yes. but through love. Amen. And it gives you a sound mind. A sound mind. And I know that that's what I need. I need a sound mind. I'm not saying I'm completely mad. I'm not saying I'm that balmy. You know, I need a sound, a sound mind, but through love. I've found that it, when somebody wants to force me to believe something, and they're making me feel uncomfortable, and they're making me feel small, and they're making me feel humiliated, and they're making me feel as if I'm doing everything wrong, but everything, and that they're telling me with such a way and such a force, and you've got to, you've got, that's not God. Because God, that's not his spirit. To discern what the spirit of God is, that meekness, that love, that grace, Amen. that grace that says, my grace is sufficient. And like when Jesus was before, that woman, the, 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 the woman who was caught in committing adultery, they all had to go. They all, and he was alone with her. There was no outside influence. There was nobody to try and say to Jesus, don't be silly, she did this and uh, and the other one saying, well, she's not that bad and nothing. He was alone with her. And he said to her, <laughs> don't worry about it. Don't sin anymore. And it wasn't because he thought that she was capable of not sinning anymore, but because he, from his own spirit, from his own life, could give to her the ability to have the power through love, to have a sound mind to say to all of her accusers, get away. If Jesus can't accuse me, then how can you? It's precious, isn't it? Isn't it good, eh? Yes. Isn't it good when you reach a point with Jesus that you know that you just can't turn back? You can't turn back. And that's the point we're in. That's the point we're in in the Bithagiyam one night. When we know that God's opened a door and no man can shut it, not even us. 
Not even oh. us. No. And he's doing it, and he's doing it. Because we're out of limits, and when we recognize that we can't, well, that's when he says, oh, thank goodness you've realized, now I can. And that's what he's doing. Praise yeah. the Lord. Bless the Lord and tell us how God is blessing them. Give them a big hand. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. That's it. Come on. Bless the Lord. And um, there's a few things this last few weeks, what, what the Lord's been showing me, and, you know, and it's really been through to me, because when I've come in here tonight, everyone has been speaking about it. You know, so many people think we're going to go to a meeting and we've got to get in as much as us as we can. You know, and as much as that's true, we've got to come to a meeting and give, haven't we? You know, we've got to come and give the Lord what we've got for him, to come and praise him, to praise him for what he's done for us in our lives. You know, that we might have the victory, because you know, you can take in your heart, and you can keep taking in and taking in, and eventually you'll just blow up, won't you? It's like putting a load of air in a tyre. You keep pumping it and pumping it and pumping it, and a blinking thing will go and blow up on you. And it's the same with the gifts of the Spirit and, 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 and the Lord moving upon us. We've got to keep giving out as he gives to us. You know, and it's just been great tonight, just be with you. Amen. And that's all I've got to say. I haven't got a lot to say. That's all I've got to say. Now, I'll introduce you to these here other three women. These are school talks answer to the Beverly sisters. <laughs> anyway, now, they, they were saying, you know, I feel a bit sorry for them because they were saying on the way here, we can't get up because, you know, we, we can't say anything. But, you know, when I thank the Lord tonight, you know, that, it's, that Jesus says that we overcome by the word of our testimony and the blood of the Lamb. Amen. So, amen. So, so now I've told them, and my wife's going to give you this a testimony of what the Lord means to her. Wait till I get you home. Amen. You're all right. She says this all the time. Don't worry me, really. Amen. I'm near enough, thank you. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, wherefore meeting 
church in Scunthorpe and we're not sort of used to this type of thing really but um, <laughs> we've just been to Hollybush and we've had a lovely time there worshipping and we was even dancing and we enjoyed it you know so but the Lord has been showing me there it's like this give it's in his word that what he says he'll do like when he says to Lazarus who was dead come forth he did and when he says to us that if we give to him he'll give to us and he says he'll give it to us shaken down pressed down and running over Amen. isn't jesus wonderful eh we know before holly bush as linda's just been telling you um i was a bit down in the dumps as you might say um but um, when we went to camp, there was one meeting and uh, one of the preachers there was telling us, it's not us that move away, it's not God that moves away from us, it's us that moves away from God. And, you know, that really touched my heart. And um, that night, just been telling you, um, I was a bit down in the dumps, as you might say. Um, but um, when we went to camp, there was one meeting and uh, one of the preachers there was telling us it's not us that move away it's not god that moves away from us it's us that moves away from god you know that really touched my heart and um that night i sort of dedicated my life back to the lord and praise the lord i've been in glory ever since Come on, let him fill your life tonight. 
any longer expect it. We've got it. We've got it. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. And all this is to do with the redemption of our body. Oh, hallelujah. All, it's all to do with the redemption of our body. Hallelujah. I'm glad that I believe in miracles. You know, but I know something else too. You must comprehend what you believe. Not just believe a theory. You must comprehend it. You must be able to get hold of it. Then you can believe it. Then you can believe it with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. And you know, it seems to me that God is making me comprehend. Making me comprehend. I couldn't believe it. It was too big for me. It was too big for me. But God is making me comprehend. And you know, I believe in miracles. Hallelujah. God bless you. I would that everybody in this building tonight had a miracle. Work on the life. God bless you. Coming to me all night. And uh, I thank God. Come. 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 You know, we've been going on for years, some of us, but the invitation is still to come. 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 And there are days, problems, and circumstances when we feel that there is no one to turn to. But I thank God that Jesus says, Come unto me. All ye that are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Uh, it says, Take my yoke upon you. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. It says, Come learn of me, doesn't it? Come learn of me, for I am meek and lowly. Bless the Lord. And I thank God tonight, you know, that when we can't turn to anyone else, we can turn to him. We've got a friend that sticketh close to another brother. Bless the Lord. He's more than a friend tonight. He's the lover of our souls. Praise his wonderful name. And I thank God that, you know, we went to a, a lady's house tonight. And uh, if there ever is a woman that is a negative woman, it issues forth like a river out of her mouth. You know, uh, and uh, she's not saved, and you can talk to her about the Lord, but it just, it's like talking to that wall. But bless the Lord, uh, we was invited into her home. She was going to come tonight to the meeting. And uh, somehow, nothing seems right already. Everything seems to be going wrong in her life all the time. And yet she's got a, a text up there, at the bottom of a, a wall clock, and it says, trust in the Lord, with all thine heart. <laughs> Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. You know, and she probably looks at that and passes it perhaps a hundred times a day. And it doesn't mean a thing to her head, but it's from your heart. Bless the Lord. I says, well, my dear, you start and get that inside your heart. Trust in the Lord. You know, with all your heart. I says, don't let your head get in the way. But... Uh, Bless the Lord. I thank God, you know, for the fragrance that's in him, that we can walk hand in hand with him, whatever our experience might be today or been the past. Bless the Lord. We all love the blessing of the Lord. But there are times in our lives and our experience when God wants to bring us down into a new experience. And, you know, and he's still molding and shaping us 
and we wonder why these things are happening in our lives. But he still keeps saying, come, yeah. come. And the invitation, you know, uh, so many times, don't we, in the night, well, come and see me, you know, and come and have dinner with me. Oh, well, come and we'll go out together tonight. And uh, we come together, bless the Lord. And there, there is a ringing in that word, come an invitation. Bless the Lord. And the spirit and the bride say come, doesn't it? Bless the Lord. Uh, and that's the come from our hearts uh, to the Lord for him to come. Bless the Lord when we're ready. Uh, for him to come to, uh, to take us home. Bless the Lord. You know, uh, the coming of the Lord, uh, the rapture. Bless the Lord. But there's always an invitation for him. Come unto me. Bless the Lord. And God says, draw nigh unto me. Come. And I will draw nigh unto you. Come a bit closer. Come a little closer. Bless the Lord. And I thank God, you know, that as we begin to yield, our hearts and our lives to him. Bless the Lord. I can look back and thank God for the experiences that I've had. You know, and sometimes the very people that you don't expect and uh, the people that you wouldn't dream of. You know, God uh, puts you up with the wrong people to rub you up the wrong way uh, and to test you and to see what you're made of. And that's why Jesus w went into the wilderness. God, after his... Uh, received the baptism of the Holy Ghost. You know, you thought, well, we're going to have some good meetings now. John was all there, you know, well now, as the Son of God is baptized, we're going to see marvelous things. We're going to have good campaigns and we're going to see all Jerusalem saved and, and we'll see the hand of the Lord. But you know, God did exactly the opposite. He drove him into the wilderness. Bless the Lord to try him and test him to see what he was made of. And sometimes that's what just God, God does in our hearts and lives. He tests us and tries us. Even the, the people, the manufacturing uh, public in, in the country, uh, when they make prototypes of, of uh, all sorts of things, they test them to prove them. You know, there's nothing that comes on the market that isn't tested and tried that's of any benefit to mankind. And bless the Lord, and so God does with us. Each one, it doesn't matter what our status is in life, bless the Lord, it takes us through, uh, as it, we often have uh, reminded about, we go into the potter's house, don't we? Bless the Lord, and God begins to chip and chop, and sometimes he has to break us down and start again and remold us, refashion us, bless the Lord. And uh, if there's anything that God is going to do, he's going to make us like his son. He's so well pleased with Jesus and what he did and his wonderful sacrifice for mankind. Bless the Lord that he wanted to bring many sons to glory. And they're all stamped upon the image of Jesus. They're going to be like Jesus. Bless the Lord. And the, the cry of everyone's heart is, to be like Jesus, isn't it? Amen? Amen? It is to be like, I would like to be like Jesus. Bless the Lord. But you know, Jesus learned obedience by the things which he suffered, didn't he? Uh, says the, uh, uh, the writer to the Hebrews church. And bless the Lord. And, and so God, you know, uh, as we've been singing, we thank him for the blessings. But, you know, he'll bring you to a place where you can thank him for the trials, too. 
bless the Lord, you know, he puts little hurdles in front of us and he'll say to you, now then you jump over that one. And so you're all prepared and you say, well, I'm not going to fall this time. And so, you, you know, bless the Lord, away you go. And all of a sudden, before you know what's happened, you fell from grace or something's happened. And so, bless the Lord, you fell. There's something happened in your life that you failed, in other words. And so you, you, you rise up again and you say, well, I can't let that happen again. And you know, God, he'll help you, he'll lift you up. Bless the Lord, he will strengthen you, or in of his spirit, bless the Lord, and he'll pour blessing upon you. Glory to God, and he'll strengthen you. And you know, and you'll say to yourself, I've often said, well, you know, well, I shan't fail again. The next time it comes round, I shall be stronger for the experience. Bless the Lord, and so the next time God brings you round, he puts the hurdle a little bit higher. And he tests that, what you've got within yourself. Bless the Lord. And so, you know, you're careful the next time that you're in victory. And over you go. Bless the Lord. And I thank God that in these days, you know, he's bringing us to a place of overcoming. To the overcomers, he's going to grant to sit with him in his throne. Bless his wonderful name. To the overcomers. And you know, there's, there's lots of things, silly little things sometimes, we would deem them in our lives. Uh, an unkindly word, uh, uh, something that's said, you know, just off the cuff, and we take exception to it, because we're not dead enough sometimes, you know, we don't die when the Lord wants us to do. Uh, and uh, we, we don't come to that place where Paul could say, I die daily. But there's an experience that comes in our lives that God is continually moulding and shaping us. Bless the Lord. And besides coming to a meeting, you know, sometimes instead of receiving the blessing of the Lord, he's brought us here for a purpose. To minister and to pour out to others. To bless him. To bless the Lord. Instead of waiting for him to bless us. You know, one, one young lady from came to me one Saturday night when we was having meetings in the back place. She said, well, I haven't got a sausage. Well, I says, you're not the only one. I says, I never got a sausage either. So I says, that's two of us. But I says, I don't look for blessings when I come to the meetings. I like to give whatever I've got, bless the Lord. I like to pour out. If it's only just a song with the accordion, bless the Lord. I like to give. And that's what God is doing. Bless the Lord. He's ministering through you to others. Glory to God. Under the anointing and the power of God. And I thank God that there's a time when we can come and we can receive from him. And there's a time when he's filled us up that we pour out. Hallelujah. Glory to his wonderful name. We begin to touch and affect the lives of others. And that's Jesus in you reaching out to others. Praise his wonderful name. Amen. Jesus reaching out to others. Bless his wonderful name. And you know, we can, uh, as we go through these experiences, God is building us up and he's strengthening us. And uh, until the, you know, the old man, the old nature, you know, is dying. Bless the Lord that the new man, the new creation which is in Christ is alive and well 
and uh, prospering. Bless the Lord and working and moving in him for the benefit of others. Praise his wonderful name. And I thank God tonight. Bless the Lord. When I first saved, uh, I said to the Lord, well, I want to be your Lord. I want you to use me. I want to do something for you, Lord. And the very opposite happened in my life. And for years and years, he took me in the workshop and he was knocking uh, lumps off of me. Bless the Lord, you know. I used to be one of those sort of, a type of person that was up and at them, you know, wherever there was an opportunity. Two words from somebody else and I'd, you know, I'd give them a fortune one. Uh, it didn't matter if I got a good hiding in the bargain. That was Albert Chapman. But bless the Lord, you know, I found that grace began to work in my life. And God so worked and worked that uh, I began to pour out more grace. There was a time came when I had to fend for myself. Bless the Lord, the Lord took me into an experience when I had a house to look after and two children. And yet the Lord, as I was... Uh, started to do the washing on that particular day, you know, we got to keep clean, haven't we? You know, and, and I was mother and father and the lot. And the Lord spoke to me in an audible voice and said, my grace is sufficient for thee. And I said, thank you, Lord. And I come to the realization then to say, amen, to the place that I was in and the circumstances that I was going through and I was able to say, Amen. And you know, bless the Lord. And that wrought a victory in my life. Bless the Lord. And I jumped over the earth. Amen. Yes. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. A psalm says, Bless the Lord, all you servants of the Lord, who stand by night in the house of the Lord. Lift up your hands in the holy place and bless the Lord. Amen. You might think, bless the Lord. Now, wasn't I always taught to ask the Lord to bless me, and bless my mummy, and bless my daddy, and bless my auntie, and bless all my relations, and my cat. And yet in the, in, the, in the Psalms it says, bless the Lord, all you servants of the Lord. That is, you thank God that you know that he is God, that he is the great I am, the great, the one who always has been, the one who always will be. And also in the Psalms it talks about God commanding the blessing. Now even life forevermore, that is, where brethren are dwelling together in unity. It's just like the, the precious dew upon the... It's the oil that came down upon Aaron's beard, even to the skirts of his clothing. Just like the dew that descended on Mount Hermon. And so together, I want us all to bless the Lord. Amen. Amen. Bless the Lord. To really bless him from your heart. Let that which God has put in you to rise up and come out of you. Amen. You can do it with your eyes open, your eyes closed, your hands lifted up, preferably. You can stand up, you can sit down, do whatever you wish. But I want us all to really bless Amen. the Lord. Amen. Bless you. Father. Would you like to introduce yourself? Oh, well. What's oh, your name? Philip. Philip. This is Philip. Give him a glass. This is the first time you've been here. Where are you from, can I ask you? From Australia. You're from Australia. And this is your sweetheart? 
Thank you very much for having us tonight. Uh, we carrying the greeting from Australia to you. Uh, we rejoice the road tonight because we've got the opportunity to share with you. And uh, because uh, my brother-in-law Andy here, which you know, uh, he always writes to us about you. And uh, we rejoice with the Lord that he with you here. Amen. Amen. Now, I'll leave. Oh, there's a bit more. Praise the Lord. That's right. it. Well, I think we, we're rejoicing all the night here and praising the Lord. And uh, we, I feel that the Lord is presence in this place here, as he promised. Do you feel with me that feeling? Hallelujah. Now, now I think we should have time now that to say some prayers. Each one of us, I think, has needs to talk to the Lord. The Lord is a person. Yes. Really is a person. When you talk to him, like you're talking to your friend. So, say for instance you're going to a place, to a shop, to buy something. You don't go to the shop and stand still, do you? You have to talk. You have to say what you need. So we came all here, gathered, for something we need. First of all, we have rejoiced the Lord in his presence. But each one of us, I believe, that he has a need deep down in his heart. So we have to ask for it, ask to be given. So let us, can we have a prayer time? Bless the Lord. Praise the Lord. Come on then, you ask the Lord, bless the Lord, to meet every need. Come on, Lord. bless the Lord. Amen. Glory to God. Bless the Thank Lord. You. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Bless the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. 
That's why we lift our hearts unto thee. Glory to thy wonderful name. Hallelujah. For thou hast said before they cry, I will answer. Hallelujah. Thank you. Glory to thy wonderful name. You'll touch every heart and every life, Lord, tonight. Lord, that we shall go away. Hallelujah. And we shall never be the same again. Thank you. Praise thy wonderful name. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, wonderful Saviour. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We thank you for your presence, Lord. We thank you for the moving of thy spirit in our hearts and lives. We thank you for bringing us here, to Lord. Thank you. Gathering us together in your wonderful name. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. Do you know, brother, bless the Lord. We, we, we often talk about it here, but we say prayer asks, but praise takes. And you know, that's why we like to praise the Lord. And there's nothing better. It's the best antidote we've ever found against the glooms and the dooms. Bless the Lord. The depressions, the oppressions, and the suppressions, whatever pressure you like to call it, there's nothing like praising the Lord. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Amen. Glory to God. Now you raise your hands. Your name? Rose. Rose. Oh, that's a, here's another rose. There. Go and give her a kiss. <laughs> Wonderful. Bless the Lord. Now then, you come and tell the people, bless the Lord, what God has done for you. Bless the Lord. What he's doing today. Yeah. Amen. It's been wonderful to me. I'm, I'm very glad to be here and I'm, I'm thankful that he's given me you people to pray for me. Amen. I've always wanted the, the Holy Spirit and I have been a Christian for a long time and I do love the Lord. He's precious to me and I know that without him I would be nothing and there would be no way. That's wonderful. Praise the Lord. Come on a little bit more. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. <laughs> always got a lot to say when the town's like <laughs> Yes, that's right. Well, praise the Lord. Amen. <laughs> it's just so wonderful, you know, when when things are really hard, it's it's like this young lady read out before about the footsteps. Well, I read also the same thing in Australia. And it sort of brought it home to me again that it really is true. I've seen it in my life and I can testify to it, you know, that God does carry us through. And it is at the hard times that we think, well, where are you? And he says, I'm right under you, you know. That's right, <laughs> underneath and round back. Yeah. Uh, the everlasting arms. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Come on, let's bring more. Bless the Lord. Come on, bless the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. he's done for me. I've only been saved uh, about a year and a half now and I can remember when I first came here, I was like this girl, I was so afraid to put my hands up but now, oh, I love to do it. Praise the Lord. Amen. Bless the Lord. Oh, blessings. Oh, Nan. 
glad to see you all again and I'm glad to be here and each time I come I want to be even more and more. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. This is Marion from Blidworth. Somewhere in the Bible it says, if anybody calls upon you, you should have reason of the hope that is within you. And that reason that I've got is that Jesus is within me. And that's what I can confirm with you tonight, that he's real in my life anyway. And I can see that he's real in many other people's lives here tonight. And I thank you because you um, can share with me, you know, the blessings that God can give us and we can bless him also. That's something that's really blessed me tonight, being able to bless the Lord. Amen. And be fit and healthy, you know, just to raise up our hands and sing and Amen. jump up and down and just praise him. Because he's worthy of all our praises. Amen. Well, I just bless the Lord because I know that he is real and that he is living. Um, I've been brought up in a Christian home, and w for which I thank the Lord, but, you know, each and every one of us has to have an experience of our own. And, uh, and in my early teens, as I looked around the church, I thought to myself, and I thought, Lord, I just don't want to be an ordinary Christian that just comes to work and that goes home and goes to work. I want to be someone that's doing something for you. And, you know, the Lord called me, and he called me to go out into Bible college, and the Lord has given me a wonderful vision for him to go and win souls. And this last week ago, we've been at Hollybush uh, with the other friends that are there. And the Lord has been showing me mighty things. And, you know, he's, he's just quickened within me. You know, so many people can tell you different things over the years, but until the Lord quickens it unto you and the Lord reveals it unto you, it doesn't mean anything to you. They're just words. And the Lord really revealed unto me that greater is he that is within me than he that Amen. is in the world. Amen. And I just rejoice because I know that Jesus is in, with, is in me and I in him. And because he is in me, I have all power. Not, not because of myself, but just because he's within me. And everywhere that I go, he is there. You know, the lady that got up earlier on, she says, where two or three are gathered in your midst, there I am in your presence. But you know, even if there's only one of you, Jesus is omnipresent. It says it somewhere in the Bible, if you descend into the very parts of hell, he is there. Wherever we go, he, he's everywhere. And it's just wonderful to know that Jesus is there wherever we are, and that we can take him with us. And, I just praise him because he's so wonderful and he means so much to me. You know, as we were coming along tonight, my daughter and I were talking about different problems and I said to her, well, whenever you find people, you find problems. But you know, I found in my life that as I magnify the name of Jesus, that he is the answer to the problem. Yes. Hallelujah. You know, uh, when I got back from to work from the meetings at Lowestoft, uh, I'd had a wonderful time and the Lord was blessing and I, I was really thrilled. Something happened to me at Lowestoft that uh, I really appreciate and God did something marvelous to me. I don't know about anybody else, but he did to me 
and I want to testify to that. You know, it's marvelous when the Spirit of God begins to move in our lives, when God begins to show us the things that He would have us know, when God would reveal to us things in our lives that need to be put right, when God begins to move by His Spirit in every facet of our lives, in every department, in every part. Oh, it's wonderful. And you know, it causes us to worship Him. It causes us to rejoice. It causes us to magnify Him because He's so wonderful and He's so precious. But you know, when I got back to work, there was a young man, he, I felt an urge to go to see him. He's a, a member of the Assembly of God in, in uh, Nottingham. And I felt an urge to go and see him, but uh, I didn't manage to get to his department until about quarter past four, and we finish at half past four. And uh, he said, who told you to come? He said, I've been praying all day that you would come. I said, well, I've had an urge all day to come, but I've only just managed it. What's the problem? <laughs> and he said, well, we had a phone call, and... Uh, my nephew or my wife's nephew has been killed. He's only 20 years old and, and uh, this is the, the situation. And you know, uh, it was wonderful how we managed to console. You know, God is wonderful. God is wonderful. God is able to do far more exceeding abundantly than we ask or think. And you know, it's marvelous how God directs our paths, how God shows us what to say and when to say it. It's marvelous to be led by the Spirit. It's marvelous, I tell you folks, God's in business today. You know, it's all right, but God is still on the throne. And this is one of the things I said to him, as a matter of fact. He said when he rang up the parents of this boy and they'd been brought up as Christians, but they weren't, they're not practicing Christians now. And he says, the first thing that he hit me with was, now where's your God? And I said, still on the throne. Still on the throne. You know, it's all right, folks, but no matter what the circumstances, God is still on the throne. God is still on the throne. God is still on the throne. Let's claim it, beloved. Let's believe it. Let's go forward in this. God is still on the throne. And God has still got hold of the reins. And so tonight I do thank God because I've proved that there's blessing, there's power, there's joy, there's peace in worshipping God. In worshipping God. There's marvellous power in it. It's wonderful just to magnify his name. I've enjoyed the blessing of the Lord. And I trust tonight that every one of us will take en encouragement that God is still on the throne. And he's still able to do far more exceeding abundantly than we ask or think. We thank you, loving Heavenly Father, for such a